That's right, folks. Welcome to another episode of the Affirmative Murder Mini. So it's been a while, but to be honest with you guys, we have been letting the emails stack up because we haven't been getting a ton of them, wink, wink, a ton of them to be able to produce them at the uh, rapid speed of every once uh, a week that we were doing. So we decided to take a, hi a hiatus, let them build up a bit so we can do them all in one run and, and crank out a couple episodes in one go. So again, that email is affirmativemurder at gmail.com. Please put that header in there, subject TFTH, and fire away with whatever you want to tell us about. But it feels good to be back. Fran, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. We've it's been we had a little hiatus, but you know, minute. we're back. Mm -hmm. And I hope we got some. I mean, you you see some of you see some of them before I do. Mm -hmm. I hope we got some good ones. Man. Well, we're gonna if find we don't have any because I'm walking out of here. Well, please sit down. Um we're gonna we're gonna find out right now. Okay. I have a vi an right. audio submission. Haven't listened to it yet, so we're gonna find out. Hopefully, this does not make Fran leave the the building. Hey guys, I love what you're doing with the show, and I really like the "Tales from the Hood" feature. I wanted to tell you guys a uh, a quick little weird one from when I was a little bit younger. Um, I'd say like in the early two thousands, um, when I was in my early twenties, I went to visit my parents' house. And my mom was complaining about the car kind of having a weird smell. So I figured I'd be a, a nice person and clean it out for her and try to figure out what was going on. And I wasn't finding anything, but it did, it did smell kind of, kind of nasty in there. Um, and eventually I looked under the driver's side seat and I found a, a plastic grocery bag. I was like, oh, you know, she probably forgot some leftovers or something in there. And I opened it up. <laughs> And there are at least two dead snakes in there oh. um, that are decomposing. Ew! And, you know, my parents at the time were living pretty urban. Like, they were about 20 minutes outside of Chicago, in the suburbs. They weren't by the woods or anything. Like, you know, no, no good reason for why there would be dead snakes in their car. In like, they had no idea, you know. Nobody has a grudge against my family that I can think of. Mm. Um, yeah, it remains a mystery to this day. We don't know how or why a couple of rotting dead snakes in a bag wound up in my parents' car. And that is my weird tale from their neighborhood. Thanks. <laughs> First of all, Lisa, way to leave us on a cliffhanger. Yeah, that, that was crazy. I thought she was going to say... Revenge. No, oh. I thought she was going to say, you know, it was too... Uh, it was a black plastic bag in the car. I cleaned out and it was opened it up and it was two hands, like some kind of organ or bag. something. Yeah, I thought heart. I like, oh shit! Yeah, I thought it was. I thought some kind of human organ. What I will say is, I don't know if you should rule out vendetta or some kind of gripe against your family because that's very Godfather and the Godfather when um somebody wronged the 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 family of the Godfather, they put a dead horse's head in his bed. Like he woke up with a the a cut off head of a horse in his bed. Jeez. So 
for me, yeah, why would your parents have two snakes in their car? Yeah. But elevated, they're in a bag under the seat. Under the seat. To cause the smell. And you're like, where's the smell well, coming just, from? You can use shit. Yeah, right? It's, it's, bag, it's almost like out. you guys are snakes. Yeah. Two snakes to represent both Ooh. your parents. Both yeah, your right. parents are snakes. Yeah, right? Or your two-face. Because snakes are not, rats are rats. Snakes are more, you're petty, you are, you're deceiving, you're tricksters, you're, you double-cross people. A rat is a rat. Okay. But snakes is more, you could have just wronged somebody. You didn't even realize you behind wronged you, them. Doing stuff behind the back, like a Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Maybe you should, maybe the call's coming from inside the house. Maybe your parents do know why there would be two snakes in the bag under their car, and they're too ashamed to tell you because they were out here being petty Probably. and doing some dirty, underhanded type of stuff. They smile on your face. You know it. Backstabbers. Backstabbers. And somebody took two snakes and stuffed them in a bag yeah. and put them in your car. That's my speculation, of course. What kind of snakes? Garden snakes? I, th- I think small. Yeah, right? It was not two pythons. <laughs> it would be two giant black trash bags and the smell of two eight-foot pythons decompose. Yeah. You wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to fit under a seat. You're driving a Yukon Denali. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming it's two like garden snakes. But what does that look like when you open that bag? What do two depo- decomposing snakes look like? I'm sure oh. they smell that bad, right? It smelled bad enough that the, she, they noticed that the car... You know, something's wrong. You, you eat some old McDonald's in the, in the car stinks. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't that bad. If old McDonald's smells like two decomposing animals, yeah. you, you shouldn't eat McDonald's. <laughs> I just I don't think you should eat McDonald's. I in agree. General. But I'm just saying. But I don't know what it smells like, yeah. but I'm, I don't think it just smells like, oh, man, it smells a little, a little stale in here. What's her name? Lisa. Lisa, how dare you? Yeah, and leave us on a cliffhanger like that. I'm kind of mad at you too, because you you just left us with that, and we don't have any resolution to that. But crazy story. Yeah, I love the way you paced it. We didn't know what was coming next, no. and so it, oh, but shout out for the, the uh, she did a vo- uh, audio. Yeah, the thanks audio. for an audio submission. She had a very like yeah. vocal fry. It was very like sultry. She had yes. a lot of. And the next thing was I don't even know my parents. Who knows? So shout out to you, Lisa. Um, take care of that voice. Maybe get some chamomile tea with a little bit of honey and a little lemon. I think that'll probably soothe. Hey, no, that's that not a her bit. natural voice. Maybe it is, but I'm just saying, I don't know. You got to take care of your voice. I don't want to, if that sounds like, if that's what she sounds like now, what's she going to sound like when she's 80? Mm. They're selling what? <laughs> that's that's the, the, she's trending in that yeah, direction. Yeah. And maybe a little, little tea <laughs> lubricate the throat will help with those things. But uh, Fran did not get up and leave. So we're off to a great start. This one is from, it doesn't say, I can't say their name. So I'm going to say, hey, uh, shout out to Tina. All right. And the subject is wacky food. Uh, and this email goes, hi, Alvin and Fran. I don't have a crazy tale from the hood. I just wanted to jump in on your conversation about chicken and ketchup. Oh, this is okay. okay. This is oh, this is throwback. This is from regular. By the way, the regular episode. By the way, conversation. Mm-hmm. This is this is okay. This it is fine. We can talk about. We can talk about. Let me go ahead and let's go ahead and up yes. the ante here. Yes. You. This can be a space for you to come over here and question and answer us about things on affirmative murder here as well. If that's what you want to do. Yes. Not just anything. Don't ask us about case updates, but like. Conversations we've had a lot chicken and ketchup. I'd love to hear what this person's thoughts are on chicken and ketchup. Me personally, I think it's a little wild, but maybe you you have an ally out here in the world. <laughs> so they want to talk about chicken and ketchup. So let's get into it. Um, Tina says, as a kid, I used to put ketchup on everything. So I totally get it. I was super picky. So ketchup was necessary. And I do remember putting it on my chicken. I am curious what the craziest sandwich combo you've ever eaten is. And if you can top my childhood favorite, which was grape jelly and bologna. Ugh. Oh, don't you dare. Great don't jelly you, and bologna? Don't you dare. Bologna? Don't judge this person who's trying to be your ally. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My mother actually made me that and I loved it. Oh, it, it was lunch? made. I thought this was something you just did on your like I thought she was a latchkey kid. I thought your mother made times? that and put that in front of you. Now I'm judging you as well. I wasn't judging you at first. 
I'm ju- not judging you. I don't want to judge anybody's mom. That's mean. But your mom making you a bologna and jelly sandwich is crazy. No, that's that's supposed to be a struggle meal. That or like not even struggle. Like you just made it up. Like you're you're supposed to find that out by accident. Like the bologna, we didn't have cheese for the bologna, and we didn't have peanut butter for the j- jelly. So I just tried thing, something one day, and I like it. Nah, and everybody looked at me weird. Nah, but for your mom to be like, I packed you your favorite sandwich, jelly and bologna. Yeah, is kind of wild <laughs> or the fact that your mom turned you onto it like your mom slid that across the table to you like here in jelly a glass of milk you're like what is this it's a jelly and bologna sandwich are you still it's sweet and savory though. It today it's sweet oh probably for nostalgia's sake i bet she does but we'll find out because we're gonna keep reading but i i'm now i'm talking about it's like almost like um charcuterie boards like you eat like some kind of jam with a salami or some kind of cheese with a with a little bit of a, a jam and some meat like I get the savory sweet combination. I get, I, but, it's, but that's a little, that's a little dab. Yeah, it's not, yeah, a, whole, yeah, no, a, not whole a whole sandwich. Dab. No, it's not a. <laughs> listen, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give her a, a olive branch, man. That's crazy. You're right. I do it on a little, a uh, little toast, a little toast crustini. Yeah, not a whole ass sandwich. Uh, she goes on to say, I didn't even know how disgusting it was until one day I was getting into my, until one day I was getting into my aunt's car and my mom asked what I wanted for lunch when I got home. I yelled out bologna and jelly mm. and the whole car just looked at me and was like, looked at me like I was crazy as they should. Yeah. <laughs> as for Turkey, I don't love it, but I can eat it with homemade cranberry sauce. When I was a hey, kid, Hey, you got back on your side. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I that's that. Turkey cranberry sauce sandwich is just as crazy as a bologna and jelly sandwich I to me. You got, you, you got Fran back on your side. Even though you came here to be on his side, he immediately judged you. And now you know something? You're starting to win him back over. Uh, so when I was a kid, my uncle used to take leftover Thanksgiving turkey, mix it with chopped black olives. I'm going to fucking throw up. Uh, and mayo and make sandwiches. I just hate olives. So everything else is crazy. Like a turkey sandwich is fine. I just don't like olives. Uh, those were pretty damn good. As for sauce, my husband puts sauce on everything. It doesn't matter what it is as long as it's sauce. I made fried rice the other day and he put barbecue sauce on it. I used mm. to get so irritated, but what are you going to do? Not eat it? Yeah, like, first of that? all, it's like conflicting cultures. Like you slide Barbecue the, sauce? On fried rice? Is it sweet baby rice? That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> like... I mean, you can put sweet baby rice on anything. Anything. But fried rice is kind of wild. Like, we got to find limits to, to the sweet baby rice. We can't put sweet baby rice on everything, even though technically you can. It, it complements any meal. Right. But putting barbecue sauce on fried rice is crazy. I thoroughly enjoy your podcast. You guys are so well-spoken. Thank you. Uh, you have a great sense of humor, and you are super sharp. You are the same age as my son, and I wish he was half as amazing at damn, all right, as you guys are. Uh, damn, show <laughs> your son like that. I mean, I'm sure he's great. Uh, but before you all get creeped out uh, that an old lady is listening to your show, just know I've been called a gilf, LOL. And besides, I'm only 50. Okay. Hello. Okay. okay. All okay. right. Hey, well, hey, we love you. No, we shout out to you, and you don't have to be a gilf for us to love you. That's just, I mean, if that... Com- you know, your confidence is supreme. I think that that's great. And only 50, that's, yeah, 50 years young. 50 50's the new 30. 50 50's young. the new 30, and Gilfs are out here winning. Shout out to her. A cougar. <laughs> cougar life. That's the that's noise cougars make? That sounds like uh, a leopard. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Man. I'm trying to get out of this. Move on. Uh, my favorite moment so far on your show is when Alvin was talking about the invention, the Johnny Rocket, and Fran started laughing so hard he couldn't breathe. I started laughing too, and it was and it was everything. So thank you. One last question: Cholula 
or Tapatio? Ha, that's a tough one. Um, I don't know what that is. Oh, they're both uh, the Mexican hot sauces. Oh, no, one's okay. Mexican, but yeah, they're Mexican hot sauce. Tapatio is definitely a Mexican Chalo- hot sauce. Is that the one with the uh, the wood, is the, the brown top? top? Oh, we have that at the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put that on my eggs. I like. I'm a Tapatio guy. Okay. Tapatio just first of all, you get more bang for your buck. It's a bigger bottle and it's a thicker. The Cholula is a little thin. Tapatio. That's how a, I like it. Yeah, I like a thicker. I like a, I like a sauce. Okay. Uh, even though it, Cholula is a hot sauce, it is more like a vinegary, like watery. I like it. I like the, it to coat the burrito, and then I take that first bite and it's got like a red. It almost like the the Cholula. I mean, the Tapatio almost hardens like like a like milk chocolate. Okay, like, so let's get into this. You like to you like to put the hot sauce on it and then on the burrito and then every then bite. Uh, no. Hot sauce bite. Oh, okay, that's what I did. Yeah. All right, I got yeah, you. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Got you. Uh, hot sauce bite. You yes. thought I meant put it on the plate and then drizzle it. No, all I over thought the... you meant like you you open it up and you dab it. And no, no, no. That's up. crazy. That's okay. that's psychotic. Like wh- <laughs> you ask for hot sauce on the inside before they wrap your burrito. If that's how you feel, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. But I like to also kind of squeeze it open a little bit so when I pour it in there, it does get down, trickle in, you know, through the cracks and crevices of the burrito. But I'm still once I take a bite, I'm gonna put more in there. But I like to find little okay. surprise pockets of uh past dabs of hot sauce yeah. as i get down the burrito mm-hmm. so that's my strategy yeah um, um thank you very much tina for your uh, fantastic email and i hope we answered your questions also bologna and jelly is wild um yeah. that's the kind of that's kind of the consensus we both can agree on yeah. you know no, no matter what she's calling to used, agree with you eat, i used to eat um oh she did ask that question yeah. what's the craziest sandwich combination i used to have um i'm not a fan of pickles but when we had some i used to throw it on the sandwich so i used to eat some pickle loaf and pickle loaf pickle loaf what's that it's bologna with pickles in it with pickles in it okay and you put pickles on top of it yeah with some mayonnaise double pickle yeah and just chomp away double pickle the double pickle supreme yeah you ever had pickle loaf i don't even think they sell pickle loaf i don't know we used to get it from food line back in the day so it's like it's i've seen like bolognese and deli meats where they have those little the little like pieces pieces of things mixed into the meat yeah i was turned off by the sight of that as a kid I, I, I bet I would like it, it as an adult. Oh, yeah. look at No, but looking at it, I go, this is disgusting. It looks like, like rotten or something. But it's like one of these ones, like, this is all we got in here. So yeah, like, so I'm going to eat it. And it was delicious. Yeah. And I wouldn't eat thing. it now, but that's, I, back then it was delicious. That's such a, like, so you got older, you had older parents than me. Yeah. Because that's such an adult. <laughs> my mom was like, when I was seven, my mom was 27. Yeah. So my mom was like, younger than me. Yeah, yeah. And I, as me as 27 going to the grocery store, I'd be like, pickle loaf. Yeah. That's something you learn like 30s as an adult. You're doing your own grocery shopping. Yeah. My mom just started going to the grocery store <laughs> on her own yeah. while she was having a kid. Yeah. So she wasn't going to like the, the uh, little specialty delis and shit. Like, I wouldn't get some pickle loaf from Giant or like Kroger. Yeah. That's you go to like the corner deli. You got to go to like, oh, this place does the best pickle corned beef. Mm. Ever, yeah. Uh, but now the double pickle supreme is is wild. It sounds interesting because now you're complimenting the pickle and the loaf, yeah, with extra but, pickle. Because you're not getting that, you're not getting that that same flavor from a from a pickle, right? That's in the loaf, right? You know, you get that little twang, yeah. You know, between your ear and your your what is that? What is that spot in your jawline? Like jawline, yeah, something like yeah, that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But now you so now you're getting the full pickle experience. Yeah. No, that, yeah, going double pickle, I, I respect it. Um, as far as weird sandwich combinations, um. Honestly, I the it's not a weird sandwich. It just is greedy. I used to my mom would make hamburger helper, and is, I would make well, hamburger before, helper sandwiches. Okay, I was about to say, is this is this like a double layer, double stacker type thing you about to get into? No, what's that? I mean, like, do you like? I mean, because you know how you do. You get a sandwich and you're like, I'm gonna throw another piece. of No, nah, listen, I'm not and gonna I'm sit here. Gonna, I'm not and, gonna sit here and pretend I never tried to make like a Scooby Doo sandwich. Yeah. That's, but I can't remember off the top of my way, head. 
Back in those days, I'm like, damn, what a that's dream. A I'm like, now nah, I'm like, that's crazy. You're wasting all the food in the house, putting, making a five foot sandwich. But I definitely have tried in my yeah. life to be like, let me do first layer mustard, then a, a, some turkey, then some ham, then a this, then a that. Then you smash it down, put a little olive on a stick on top of it, in it, like for garnish. I didn't try to do that for sure, but it, it didn't come, come out. Try like, garnish when you're like 13? Yeah, I was, let me throw a little olive stick into the sandwich on top, you know, uh, voila. <laughs> But um, it just tastes like a lot of food. It doesn't really. Yeah. It's not like a big sandwich doesn't really. It all tastes like a sandwich. Right. You know, it's like it's no. You can't really do much to a sandwich if you just to if you if you just put meat on it. <laughs> just put more meat doesn't make it a better sandwich. It's just a more food. Yeah. So I was that was my strategy. It's like how much meat can I put on this sandwich? <laughs> and it didn't really turn out that well. But when I, my mom would make uh, like macaroni helper. I would like with beef, like ground beef and stuff in it. I would take that and put it on the bread and put two pieces of bread and eat it like a sandwich. Yeah, that's delicious. Just like you did with Sloppy Joe. Yeah, but Sloppy Joe's a sandwich. You're supposed to eat the hamburger helper. Oh. Oh, you, you only made Sloppy Hamburger Helper sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was in the same category, but I thought it was just because I was a fat kid. Oh, okay. You were eating Hamburger Helper sandwiches too? Oh, yeah. Okay, then all right. Yeah, then maybe yeah. it's not that crazy. No. All right, well then, uh, hey, <laughs> hey, Tina, I don't have an answer for you. We're just eating regular sandwiches. <laughs> we're just two dudes eating regular sandwiches. Can't relate. We're going to finish things off with an email from a listener named Liana, and uh, then we're going to get out of here. So this one says, Alvin and Fran, my name is Liana. You can use my name. I'm listening to the March 16th episode that dropped on my 45th birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Yeah, 45. Uh, And I heard you guys say something about crazy neighbors, and boy, do I have one for you. Before I get to the neighbor, let me tell you about my neighborhood. On my block, there were tons of kids. And we all went to school together and hung out. We used to have a streetwide water war where you used whatever you could fill with water. That sounds fun. I remember like when super soakers was a thing and big yeah. ones and you pump them and filling them, using people's hoses and running around. Man, kids just don't have fun. No, fun isn't fun no like games. it used to be. All these kids are playing Fortnite and yeah. Roblox and Minecraft and, and going outside and just shooting somebody in the face with a high pressure water hose. And then, you know, or somebody fall and hit their head on a sprinkler and bust their head open. And they got to go to the hospital. What? Just like, you know, just the bumps and bruises <laughs> and the scrapes of youth. Yeah, yeah, I get that. You know, you got to yeah. rinse your head off with the, the hose. outside. That hose came in handy for so many things. Yeah. It's like first aid system, thirsty when you don't want to go in the, in the house, yeah. just hit a hose real quick. Yeah. You know, sometimes you pee in it as a prank. That's crazy. Anyway. Wait a second. Why are you being people with water hose, man? Because then your enemies, when they go to quench their thirst because they don't want to go inside, then the first couple sips is pee. It's gross, man. Take that. <laughs> in your face. <laughs> no one on the street was safe. We used to have snowball wars and four square tournaments. Uh, so yeah, just talking about you know the youth and play. Everybody would play together. We it was like football and you know uh, baseball and yeah, snow snow games. Fights yeah, snow like that. that kind of stuff is more. Man, like, getting hit in the hit, hit in the face with a snowball. Oh, an ice slushy ice one, <sighs> or hitting somebody. Sometimes you throw one perfectly. You don't even know like who the fuck am I? You throw put some curves. <sighs> one time I threw a snowball in a kid's mouth. Mm. I ran home so fast. I got hit in the face because it was at school. I didn't want to get in trouble. I got hit in the face. Somebody moved in front of me. So I didn't even. Oh, so they got assassinated right in front of you? I didn't even. See, I didn't even see it coming. Oh, it they hit still me. hit you. Yeah. Oh, they moved. Okay. it was. It was in front, and they moved at the last second. Oh shit! Yeah, just catch you off guard. Man. Yeah. I never forget that. No, it's, it's, it's some snowballs you never forget. Yeah. 
Sometimes they used to pack with ice, hit you right in your eye socket. Mm. And you just feel that pain to, the, to this day, that cold. Like uh, she, uh, like she's saying, continue to paint the picture. We would walk to school together in a in a big group. We would get slices from Susie's and orange sodas and penny candy at the bar. This sounds like this sounds like fucking Stand By Me or something. Like yeah, right. Man, it makes makes me miss youth. All of us except the kids who lived right next door to my house. Our houses were so close that we could see into their backyard from upstairs from the upstairs window. That becomes an important part later. The family had a dad, a mom, and an older daughter and a younger son. The daughter was about four years older than my twin sister and I, and the son was about four years younger. Now to the crazy. For some reason, there were a lot of flies on my street in the late 80s and early 90s. That's a real what? Oh, I'm sorry. For some reason, there were a lot of fires on my street in the late 80s and 90s and the early 90s. I was like, what a weird thing to remember that your street was full of flies. She wrote this in really small print. Please back me up. Friend. Just, I'm trying my best. This is so small. It's, making my, it's giving me a headache. But it's not flies. It's fires. Every time there was a fire, we'd be alerted not just by the normal sirens, but by my neighbor, the dad, driving up and down the street in his pickup truck with some weird siren screaming fire. So the dad had his own siren. So right. the ambulances are coming, but he also wanted to get in on the action and alert people with his own siren. Is this something he wanted to do? Um, maybe he just always wanted it? to be it. Maybe he's like a failed firefighter, so he's run, riding up down the car going, Wow. That's embarrassing. One of those single yellow... Uh, uh, oh, one lights. Yeah, on top of his hood. We got, another, we got another one. Don't embarrass your kids like that. Just stay in the house, parents. So we got used to it. He would basically make it seem as if he worked with the fire department. That's impersonating a, a lot, uh, some kind of <laughs> official. That doesn't seem like that's legal. I'm 99%, I'm 99% sure he did not. He'd run up and down the street patrolling on foot, sometimes, drape, sometimes draped in a flag, not an American flag, but a flag of his tribe. Oh, I don't, okay. Yeah, I don't know what I that thought you was. About to get to not an else. American flag, a Nazi flag. <laughs> confederate flag. Yeah, a confederate flag. flag. <laughs> but a flag from his tribe. So I don't know if he's Native American or what. He'd even help with the fire hoses. I'm not sure how much he was of a, of a help is what she means. How much he was helping. Uh, they didn't keep their yard clean. So the front was literally full of garbage. Okay. The back was also full of garbage as well. Uh, we'd come to find that they had spoiled rotting meat back there. Garbage pickup was free back then, and all you had to do was set it out on the curb. They put it everywhere but the curb. That yard stunk. Mm. Mm. In the summer, we couldn't open the windows on that side of the house. The mom used to sunbathe naked in the backyard that was not fully private. You could see straight back to where she would lay from the street. We could see her from our upstairs window, and I failed to mention that she sunbathed on the roof of their house. Jesus Christ. That's trashy. The daughter did not have the best self-esteem. All right. Damn. And was an, was an attention seeker. I now know the things that she did were cries for help. She offered my sister's boyfriend's brother money to have oral sex with him. What? Wow. God bless her. Um, I don't. Wow, that's she would offer him money to blow him is what she's saying. <laughs> anyway, as she uh <laughs> Yeah, as Where in is this going by? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what this is about. I mean, I'm guessing this is about garbage. I don't know. I, I'm just I'm just trying to get to the end. 
so she, uh, she wanted to reiterate what she goes, as in she'd pay him to do that for him. Uh, the wildest thing she did was call the cops on her dad and spin a story where my twin sister and I attempted to save her. None of that happened. And I was stuck explaining that I had not reached out to help her out of a window that I couldn't even reach to open. So, not to mention that my mother was halfway done with my hair. So I was standing there talking to the cops with a comb stuck in my half braided hair. The son was the only normal one. We used to pick on him for his love of biker shorts, but in reality, we were all just jealous of his ability to not give a fuck of what we all thought and wore what he wanted to wear proudly. Yeah, shout out to that kid. I don't know whatever happened to them. I remember there being a big fuss about how messy the yard was, and, they, and then they were gone. I have a bunch more crazy neighborhood stories like that one. When we found like the like the one time we found a Ouija board and a ghost knocked on my front door. She probably should have told that one. I don't really. She probably should have told that one. Or when we built an igloo at the end of the street. Thanks for making Tales from the Hood a thing. I love listening to these stories. Be well, Liana. I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know what that story was about. She had neighbors that were gross. I think that was the kind of the. There was a crazy neighbors, crazy neighbors. She had crazy neighbors. They were gross. And <laughs> one of them had attention problems. And the other boy wore biker shorts yeah. is the, I think maybe you let's listen, Leona, not that you need one, but how about we do, how about we, when you get a chance, how about you do a redo and just do the Ouija board story where a ghost knocked on your door as exciting as this story was about the dad having the siren. I love the story. I love the story, Leona. Thank you so much. Um, Fr Fran, th this has been a great first episode back. Yeah. And um, loved every story um, from the audio submissions to Leona's wonderful story. Uh, to everyone that participated in this week's episode, we are so, so thankful. Again, that email is affirmativemurder at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, whether it's audio or wonderful submissions about um, your crazy neighbors and things of your neighborhood and stuff like that. Uh, we would love to hear them. Yeah. We, we, we support people expressing themselves and telling crazy stories. This uh, was another many examples of that in this episode. Mm -hmm. um, again, affirmativemurder at gmail.com. Um, thanks so much, friend. Let them know. Always be on the lookout and uh, uh, don't impersonate uh firefighters i guess yeah don't do that that's dangerous <laughs> see you guys next time